Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Keith. This is episode 52. This is Woo! one year. We've been doing this shit for one year. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Um, hi, everyone. If you didn't listen to the last episode, the last episode was live with celebrities. It was live by live at the movies. It sure was. We had Justin Long, Doug Benson, and Ari Aster. Yeah, we did. Um, and Justin Long sat on Dan's lap. That was weird. Yep. That was the whole awesome. show. The whole <laughs> show. He was like a baby Bjorn. Uh, also, big news, uh, because of that awesome celebrity-infused uh, episode, we have not only reclaimed our spot on the charts, Woo! but we have vastly surpassed it. Yeah. So we broke the top thousand. We're now uh, ranked 870th. Thank podcast you, celebrities in TV and film, and we're only a movie podcast, so we're like fighting against people who do TV and film and yeah. all the good TV podcasts. Yeah, like the Good Place podcast yeah. that I finally yeah, you watched like and listened to. And so like, if you took out all the TV ones, I wonder if we'd be like four thirty-five, right? Because it'd be half as much. Oh, uh, there are like twelve dedicated to Doctor Who. Like right. I had to figure out which one to listen to. Yeah, <laughs> all the Harry Potter podcasts. Oh my god, yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you everyone listening, and thank yeah. you everyone. Thank uh, you. That's a big deal for us. Uh, our last episode is incredibly popular. People seem to like it. Um, when I went to the ratings and reviews, uh-huh. not a single new one. Hey, uh, presumably <laughs> some new listeners. Uh, yeah. Tell you what, any review you leave this show on iTunes, we will read. Yes. No matter what it is, if it's an ad for your company, <laughs> guaranteed, we will read it. If it's a one star, making fun of us, we'll yep. read it. Just leave us Ooh. a review. And huh. by the way, I think um, that I heard uh, heard this from another podcast I listened to. Tell me. Ooh, competition. Um, Fuck them. <laughs> that uh, we may be only, uh, only be able to see uh, reviews from the U.S., from our region. So oh. if you're in another country and have left a review on iTunes, send us a screenshot... Oh yeah, and we'll read that out. There, yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Preferably like through Google Translate into English. <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm gonna try to read I'm it in German. You can write it if you're a if you're a listener of this Guten show. podcast. <laughs> we haven't paid anybody to translate our show into other languages, so right. I'm, I'm assuming they'd be in English, but yeah. Well, they might be able to listen to it more than write it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Thank you so so much. Uh, yeah. If you're if you're outside the region, uh, send us a screenshot. We'd love to see them. We'll read them out. And uh, you ready for the mailbag? Yeah. Oh, there's no new mail. Oh. Nothing in our. <laughs> but uh, if you have reviews you want us to read, uh, do it on iTunes or if you're in another yeah, country, shoot, send it to shoot it into our mailbag. Five by five film at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh, let's start with another interview. Yeah, Let's interview keep this time. Going. I've a uh, backlog of fucking interviews from Fantastic Fest. Oh, that's you guys blow have got some good stuff your coming. Goddamn up. tits off. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start with our friends at Legion M. Uh, I should say my new friends at Legion M. Because <laughs> that was my favorite interview of the whole, uh, whole nice. festival. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, C, uh, the, well, no, the president and co founder, Jeff Anison, and the chief operating officer, Terry Luberoff. Woo. Which I always say her name very slowly so I don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and despite her having absolute shit taste in movies, <laughs> as an amazing chief operating officer. <laughs> I hope 
hoping that is something that comes up in this interview. And not it does. A- it very much comes up. It's not just me poking at her. So, uh, and it's fascinating because Legion M is a fan-owned uh, movie producing. Yeah, it's entity. Like a very new sort of concept. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like you know your Kickstarters or your mm. GoFundMe's, but it's for people that want to put out good movies and yeah, uh, learn more about it now. Want to want to see a good movie? Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Or send it to us. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. All right, here we go. Remember, super loose. All right. Let's get fucking weird. All right. <laughs> hey, guys. 5 by 5 at the Movies here with Jeff Aniston and Terry Luberoff. Fuck yeah, I nailed it. Here we go. We have the co-founder president of Legion M and the COO of Legion M. Um, what has been the worst part of this festival for you so far, Terry? Oh, you know what? The worst part of the festival happened today we were watching this interview it was this interview just now i'm out (laughs) i had a death salad earlier a what salad a death salad we were watching our movie memory and i was so excited because our animated logo credit it was the first time i was going to ever see it on the big screen and i had ordered a fruit salad because when i come to austin i eat like shit and it's so good and i love it but i was like i need something healthy and the fruit salad came out and i thought it was like apples and bananas and it was peaches and i'm allergic to peaches and i thought oh my god i'm gonna die and i missed our animated logo credit and now I'm calling it the death salad incident. So just to be clear, you're allergic to peaches, ordered a fruit salad, and didn't check. No, I did check. Okay. It came out. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. That would be hellacious. No, yeah. I totally checked. Okay, I'm glad you checked. Well, uh, Jeff, the worst part of the festival for you so far? Uh, the worst part was when my assassination attempt on Terry was foiled <laughs> because she recognized that there was a peach in her salad. <laughs> Tip to server 50 bucks. The company was going to be mine. Oh, mine. <laughs> that's, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Um, all right. So uh, you guys uh, are responsible for Colossal, right? Yeah. We're so sorry. <laughs> I love Colossal. We actually were not responsible for it. The movie was done when we got involved. I, 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 I'd like to claim responsibility yeah, for it. I love Colossal. Yeah. I, I, I would never take that away from Nacho. I, I was the visionary that found Nacho. <laughs> I, I nurtured Nacho. Uh, I've made him the man that he's become today. Well, I'm not sure I would accept that as a good thing. <laughs> We've had to kick him out of this festival several times for his behavior. Um, but uh, we did have Jason Sudeikis uh, come bartend here uh, as one of the activations for Colossal and nobody told him until the day of and he had to have a TABC license do it so we had to go sit through like a little mini class on how to bartend and he was so gracious about it because I would have been pissed the fuck off and it was great he did that all the day of no he did it for like three drinks and is like okay I'm fucking done (laughs) so the drinks must have been awful well he he didn't know how to mix so he just cracked a couple beers I love that. I would try to bartend. I've never bartended in my life. Uh, it's it's really easy. I mean, just teach me. just put liquor in a in a cup and then just put sweet stuff in it so you can't taste the liquor. <laughs> That's, but, That's the kind. But of you need a license for it. Oh yeah, to even handle beer, to, to to like take a beer from a bartender and hand it to a patron, you need a license in Texas. Wow, that I I'm I I don't, I've got no response to that. Okay, well, good. That's good in an interview. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's talk about memory because this is your guys' next project, and this the last one was 
Tolkien yeah. or okay good last one was Tolkien and then uh which was the the biopic on uh I believe it's Jolkin Rolkin Tolkien's his name right <laughs> yeah for sure yeah, yeah but you'd pronounce Jokin wrong is it Jokin yes in- Jokin Rolkin Tolkien yeah. uh so memory tell me a little bit about it uh well it's a documentary about the making of of Alien but it's not really about the making of Alien it's kind of about the culture behind how they came up with all the ideas um and it is wild and disturbing and interesting and i love it it's uh it it gives you a whole new lens through which to watch a movie that most of us have seen dozens of times it's just it's it's one of those things when you watch it the next thing you're going to want to do is watch alien and you're going to see it through a new set of eyes and just love it that much more yeah it's like imagine you're a high school english teacher like really delving into the psychology behind a movie and doing it in a way that makes kids these days realize how incredible those movies were back in the 70s or dropping acid and watching mandy yes Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, prime Nick Cage. Prime, and Mandy, prime fucking Nick Cage vibes in that fucking movie. <laughs> um, and uh, so this is kind of like almost like a, like a I, don't wanna, I don't know if you guys are like this or not, there's like a, almost like a sister feature because there's another documentary in the festival called You Don't Know Me if you're familiar and it's a documentary about showgirls but more about like the cultural impact of showgirls oh my goodness so when i saw the the write-up for memory i'm like it's the same thing about alien and those are two of my favorite movies alien and showgirls can we mash that up they did alien versus predator how about alien versus elizabeth berkeley oh my god i'm in who do I make the check out to? Uh, Keith Ruckus. Uh, that's me. Um, all right. Just, just like the loud annoying noise. That's my name, believe it or not. All right, uh, let's talk about Legion M in general, just so everyone that's listening is clear. So this is a crowd-funded studio. Yeah, we're using equity crowdfunding. So it's like Kickstarter or Indiegogo where you're backing it. But the difference is, is that you're not doing it just for like a T-shirt or your name in the credits or a pre-sale. You literally own stock in the company. Right. So our whole idea is that an entertainment company should be owned by fans because an entertainment company owned by fans has would be one of the most influential companies in Hollywood. So we we there were some new laws that went into effect a couple of years ago that enabled it and we are literally the first company that's ever been designed from day one start with a blank piece of piece of paper and how can you make a better entertainment company by having fans involved having fans fund it having giving fans a voice in everything that we do hell yeah and uh so round round five just opened because i keep getting emails about it (laughs) No, in a good way. Uh, but now here's a weird question. I'll ask the chief operating officer. If I had stock and I wanted to trade for a t-shirt and a credit at the end of the movie, could I do that? <laughs> yes. Only if it's like a million dollars worth of stock. Uh, that's, you know, an IMDb credit's worth something to me. So even if it's just a special thanks. And um, uh, so... How the, the investors, do they get any sort of input into the projects or are they along for the ride? Like, how does that work? 
No, it's well, memory is the perfect example of it because we actually found that film at Sundance using our Legion. We created this thing. It's called the Film Scout platform that allows anybody from anywhere around the world to take a look at all the films, right? I mean, Sundance, there were 119 different films that were, you know, premiering or that we were interested in. Most of them, there's almost no information about it. So what we did was we aggregated all of the information, the synopsis, the cast list, the director of writer you know what else they've been what else they've done we put that into a game that allowed anybody to log in on their phone or pc you could rate and evaluate the films uh there was a leaderboard uh and we ended up with over forty-five thousand votes from people around the world Holy and shit. that's how we found um memory like you know typically for a production for an entertainment company when you go to sundance like it's my opinion versus her opinion you know and she's got <laughs> shit taste in movies oh. <laughs> all right next question do you have shit taste in movies i i do not have shit taste in movies. what do you think of the movie showgirls um no comment because i love showgirls masterpiece yeah. okay I'm on, no matter what you say now i'm on your side uh and, and then your next project jane slam bob reboot which is such a big fucking deal especially to me yeah it's so funny it was time for Kevin Smith to come back and do that movie. It is yeah. so funny. So I'll tell you, uh, so I grew up in Philadelphia, uh, just oh, like about 20 minutes from Jersey, uh, specifically Red Bank, um, which is where the, the quick stop is. And, uh, and I grew up working in a comic book store. So like Kevin oh Smith was the word of God. And so we would take monthly trips. We would go into the quick stop and then we would stand up front. It was like our hollowed ground and like our church piece. And I feel like uh, <laughs> everything about the way I conduct myself and talk is because of the movie Clerk. So like what a huge piece of history to be able to go back. And I like can't get a part of it. And that's great. That is amazing. And, uh, you guys have seen the movie yet? Uh, we saw not a final cut, but a semi-final cut. That sounds even cooler. Yes. And it was at huh? Kevin Smith's house. What? <laughs> Tell me about that. Uh, he served us popcorn. I, like, it was the most surreal experience. We we wanted to go see the film. Kevin, this was at the very end, and he was literally editing it every day. And the, and the cut that we saw, there were, like, call-outs, like, you know, need VFX here, need a sound cue here, all that sort of stuff. And we couldn't, you know, he, he's like, dude, just come over to my house, you know, because, like, you know, that's where he works. And we, there were four of us, and we sat in his living room, and he brought us popcorn like a mater d and and uh it, it was just amazing it was it was a the most surreal and one of the coolest experiences ever i just talked to justin long yesterday about recurring in his role of brandon saint randy yeah. who i think is one of the, the best roles in american cinematic history <laughs> from zach and mary make a porno that's not in showgirls right but you know it's it's in the same vein with the gay porn star so I was like, what did you think of the, uh, the reboot? I actually haven't seen it yet. They got good, because if you had said it was good, I would have said, but you have shit taste in movies. <laughs> exactly. I haven't seen it. So you can say that later after I've seen it. You can say, you have shit taste in movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. If you had to impart one thing to listeners that they should absolutely know about Legion M above all things, what's one thing you would impart to them? Above all things, you can join for free. It's absolutely no cost or obligation. That's good, because I have. <laughs> you can become a member. We have a lot of really cool opportunities that are open to all of our members. And, you know, if you want to invest, that's wonderful. And sometimes we have rounds open, sometimes we don't. We happen to have one open now. But we also recognize that, you know, some people want to get to know us first before, you know, they, they decide to become an investor. Some people, 
don't want to become an investor like that's and th and that's fine you know at the end of the day legion m is it's a movement it's a revolution and we want you to be a part of it and let's shape the future of hollywood god you just fucking rallied me god <laughs> <laughs> terry what should people know uh, Jeff is really funny. Yeah. Yeah. And they should join just to listen to him all the time. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, um, are there plans to now, cause you guys mostly do distribution. Is that correct? If uh, I'm wrong. Uh, you know what? We are all over the map. So right. Colossal was a P and a investment. Um, Jay and silent Bob is an equity investment. You know, we, uh, Mandy was an equity investment. Uh, um, memory is a, um, distribution deal. So we, any place where, using the fans can make a difference and give us a competitive edge is what we're looking for. Right. Now this is an important question. I ask everyone, can you get me into a movie? <laughs> like any movie, or any movie uh, showgirls? No, not the one that's already happened. <laughs> I just, I want to get to a level of fame where they make a Funko pop of me. Oh so my God, that would be amazing. But you missed out. We did it first. Jay and silent Bob. We had extras in the movie. And Son of a bitch. They gave Legion M members priority to be an extra in the movie and it was freaking amazing i'm gonna go invest today i'm so fucking pissed off right now <laughs> not only that but we raffled off a set visit right and it was it was come to the set it was airfare and hotel they stayed in the same hotel as the crew and you know kevin smith will come over and you get to meet kevin and kevin surprised him by giving him a walk-on role in the film so. i know i'm smiling but this is the angriest i've ever been in my life <laughs> Holy shit. All right, well, guys, thank you so, so much for being here and talking to me. And for everyone listening, uh, go give Legion M all your money because it's a fucking revolution. And you're listening because you love movies, and so do these guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on the show. And we're back. Hey. That was our interview with Jeff Anderson and Terry Luberoff. Uh, funny fucking people, dude. Yeah. Funny people. And I'm going to email them both this episode and be like, look, here, now put me in a movie. Also, I pronounced your name right. I pronounced both your names right. Uh, put me in a movie so I can become eventually a Funko Pop. Nice. All right. Let's, uh, let's go back and do some news, dude. All right. We've news been time. News in a hot minute. Yeah, right? It's been a couple weeks. People, this is a news podcast. Yeah. Let's get back to fucking basics and keep climbing those charts. Listen, yeah. Doug, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Listen, you molten sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm going to knock you the fuck down. How about that? All right. Uh, first one. Have you seen the trailer for Lucy in the Sky? Uh, yes. The astronaut? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It's by, uh, what, uh, Noah Hawley is the director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it looks cool. Looks good. I didn't know it was about that astronaut that had driven across country. Oh, it's actually about her? It's about her. They changed the last name. Her name was, uh, I'm going to, I think it was Lu Lucy Nowak. Uh, yeah. Wowick or something. That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. They changed her name in the movie. She's, her name is Lucy uh, Cola. Oh, I, I thought this like, was not based on anything. No, this is based oh, on real life. Okay. So it got picked up for Toronto International Film Festival. Okay played and the reviews have all had a thing in common mm. which is that they leave out the diaper um, <laughs> that they uh you know the, the, this was a big news story i almost mentioned it a minute ago all right, well we shouldn't and here's why here's why we're not going to mention it okay because you know it's She's, she's got mental health issues mm. and it's like her whole storied career and her fact that she's an astronaut kind of like boiled down to this thing where like she was driving cross country and happy to be wearing an adult diaper. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's so, uh, mental health issues. Lots of people do. Everyone should be in fucking therapy. Yeah. But like, th 
apparently it's a beautiful, wonderful film. Okay. But all the reviewers are like, oh, they didn't show her wearing a diaper. Uh, uh, and I'm like, we uh, don't this need to like see the, Oscar-winning uh, actresses doing Yeah. Was, is this sort of like the, uh, the what was it, uh, Apollo 11 or First Man, where like people were super pissed that they didn't show like the flag being planted in the movie? Yeah, same They're thing. like, did you even watch any of the rest of the yeah, movie? You're, you're, you're dropping the, the <laughs> point of this. And all right. It's the, it's the exact wrong takeaway. All right. Um, so... <laughs> Yes, when it came out, it was a funny headline. Yes. It was funny that uh, not knowing anything about the story at the time, an astronaut drove across the country to get, like, her boyfriend's lover kidnapped while wearing a diaper. Some weirdness, yeah. But, I mean, like, when you see, like, the amount of stress and the shit that was going on in her life, Mm. like, I probably done worse shit in my life yeah that's probably, probably will I, yeah probably why i didn't even put that together that it was about yeah. her because it's yeah it's because they leave it out and yeah they, well they should and that was a good fucking decision and if you're not going to go see that movie because there's no diapers in it go buy a fucking diaper and wear it yourself <laughs> yeah. you piece of shit <laughs> yeah that's it's, what it looks like about. a phenomenal movie it looks great. i really love um uh jared howley was the uh or noah howley um was a guy who wrote and directed um, the most of uh, the Legion series that I really like. Oh, you fucking love yeah, Legion. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that at 5 by 5 Phenomenal at visuals <laughs> that, yeah, looks like he's, it's that's his style that is yeah. in this movie, and it looks awesome. Yeah, because now like, it looks like, and I, I might be putting the cart before the horse, mm-hmm. that they're taking a lot of the, uh, the mental health breakdown that she's suffering mm-hmm. and then putting in this space imagery yeah. so like the spacewalk is like becoming part of her reality on earth and it looks yeah, fucking yeah. cool yeah and doing it like a lot of it like weirdly surprisingly practically in camera I like um, that from a lot of the the stuff that I've seen of like the behind the scenes on uh, on Legion that has a similar kind of uh, effects vibe to it oh hot damn but yeah really cool visual style that like it isn't there for no reason it's it's always there to tell the story yeah which you fucking love that show yeah well which is why i'm i'm so looking forward to this because it, it looks like he's he's doing that that kind of thing but in a very different context yeah yeah all right moving on yeah. kevin smith announced clerks three yeah out of fucking nowhere on goddamn instagram clerks, how about that shit clerks three uh version two <laughs> yeah yeah so now they're, they're making he it it's basically gonna happen. threw out the old script from the clerks three that he was trying to make a couple of years ago yeah um yeah this is interesting yeah and uh, given the fact that we just learned in that interview that legion m fans gotta walk on to the mm-hmm. reboot and like all this thing uh i'm gonna suck some dick if i have to I'll <laughs> yeah. give any amount of money. I'd need to get, fight, figure out a way to get into this movie. Yep. I'll fly to Jersey. Fucking yep. love Jersey. You've me, you and me have been to the oh, quick yeah. stop. I talk about yeah. that in the interview, and like uh, that's hallowed ground. We used to yeah, love yeah. going there. So I still got the uh, the t shirt from when we went to uh, the uh, the secret the stash. Secret trash. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I lost my nail cigarette lighter. Oh bummer. All right. Well, that's happening, and I'm glad it's happening. And the world needs more Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. Uh, I'll say I enjoy the universe stuff more mm-hmm. than the other stuff yeah but, you know uh, just keep making more stuff kevin god bless yeah fucking ass. although i did watch the um i guess as, as part of the marketing for jay and silent bob reboot uh-huh. um they put up uh the documentary behind the scenes footage that jason muse directed of behind the scenes in tusk 
uh, put up the oh, documentary on YouTube. That's cool. And it's actually reminding me how much I actually really enjoy Tusk. Tusk is fucked up. Yeah. Talked about that with Jason. Yeah. Justin, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start big time in celebrities now. <laughs> What's your name? Lizzie? Lizzo? Whatever. <laughs> All right. Chris... <laughs> Chris McQuarrie, writer and director of the Mission Impossible movies. Yes. Is working on seven and eight at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> at the same time. Are, are they worried about, like, Tom Cruise getting old or something? No, like... I think that they're, like, an intertwined story. I think they're a part one and oh, part two. Oh, shit. I hear something, like... I so begrudgingly like the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> and I kid... If you put a gun on my mouth and told me the plot of any of them i'd have a really hard time with it oh yeah because they all kind of blend together but every time i'm in the process of watching one i start to remember it almost like drunk memory oh uh, yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like stupid memory. like it like, starts and you're like oh yeah i've seen this a hundred times I, right. I forget they what are, happened they are, they're so fun <laughs> yeah. and like I, it makes me forget that he's a scientologist for a hot minute <laughs> i feel that way about the uh the later brosnan bond movies right like wait which one with there was a snow scene in the oh yeah that was this yeah. one as soon yeah. as you start watching but not golden eye one <laughs> yeah exactly so, <laughs> this is an example we talk all the time about like not wanting to build a universe out mm-hmm. of the gate like over time like they never knew when the last one's gonna be yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. oh here's fallout this might be they, they kind of wrap up the movies each time yeah so that them to now make a part one and part two instead of preemptively yeah, to do yeah. it at seven and eight instead of two and three or one and two yeah uh, fucking a good on you you deserve these two movies yeah they've got the track record and like proven success of like yeah. okay i think we really know how to do these and make them interesting and they seem to be getting better as they keep making them like you know from i guess what three or four on right there's sort of like the fast and the furious movies like the reviews kept getting yeah. better and better for each one so they put you, out so make a universe out of it that's yeah to fucking do it yeah, yeah, yeah uh and Look, I'm the last person to ever body shame someone in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm the absolute last one. I say, fucking I, like, fuck, empower everything. I'm excited to see but where this is going. Tom Cruise. <laughs> someone pointed something out to me online, and I can never unsee it. Yeah. Is that his face is kind of weirdly asymmetrical, mm. and that one of his teeth is dead center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's every time I notice it, it bugs me out for a while. And it's not perfect dead center, I should say. It's a little bit off, but like when he turns his head a certain way, it looks dead yeah. center. Yeah, and when like, when you get a good like division fuck? down the middle like of his face. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Oh my god, I can't unsee it's weird. It. It's so weird. <laughs> Especially for I mean, I guess it's one of those things. It's like, you know, Donald Trump's hair or something. It's like they think it's you know, part of who the world sees them as, so why change it? Right. Well, Donald like Trump's the, a uh, piece of shit. <laughs> or uh, David Letterman's That's like tooth better. gap. That's better. You know, <laughs> better like something analogy. they consider is like part of who they are, and like are superstitious about changing it. You know. Yeah, but that bugged me out. But you know what? <laughs> Good on you, Tom. I'm sure you listen to the podcast. Yeah. Still fucking love you. Yep. You know, if you weren't an evil Scientologist, you'd be better. <laughs> but but yes. whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, take you over the edge if you. <laughs> here's a story that blew my tits off. Uh, did you know Matt Damon was the first pick to be Jake Sully in the Avatar? Really? Movie? Yeah. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. It almost feels like it was yeah, kind of like, written for like him. Born, you know, era 
sort of military yeah. body type. Yeah, Matt yeah. Damon. Yeah. Yeah, you will regurgitating Gordon Wood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like, yeah, that kind of tough, like, Boston accent. Yeah, yeah um, it totally makes sense. Yeah, so James Cameron went to him and was like, look, I don't need you. <laughs> this movie is going to sell itself. I am offering it to you because we had you in mind, but if we don't get you, we'll get a no name and the movie will do just as well. I'm offering you 10%. <laughs> oh, so, Matt Damon turning down Avatar. He would have made what? The second almost biggest $300 grossing, million. Dollars? $250 million, yeah. which oh. would have been a record breaking. Highest pay for a movie of Holy all time. Fuck. If Matt Damon like had never done to it. be touched again. Right. Like it, what it is? Uh, I think it was rumored, not even confirmed, that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was getting like upwards of fifty million for right. the last like couple Avengers movies. Yeah. And he that was insane. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> That's for being an avatar. Nuts. So I hope Matt Damon goes to bed <laughs> thinking about that. Matt most Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. I hope. And I'm sure he's listening. Matt, I hope you go uh, to sleep every night. A version about of that. the sad fleck video. <laughs> of yeah. Matt Damon thinking about the two like, quarter of a bill. Uh, yeah, quarter yeah, of a billion, billion dollars, dollars that he lost out on. Yeah. Which, Holy again, Shit. There's no way he's hurting for money. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's, he's still rich. Let, he's he might, I'm he's sure he's fine. crying on his mountain of Scrooge McDucky and gold coins. <laughs> yeah, and uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But that's damn. a lot of money. That's a lot of money to, to not take. Imagine. All right, pivot. I'm, I'm sure the no name guy they found to take over didn't get that deal. No. <laughs> so, Sam Worthington. Worthington. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Who I think uh, was great. Yeah. But I, it's like one of those times it, where it I, I can't imagine it being Matt Damon. And I could yeah. imagine it being really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it would have been like he's he's famous enough to take you out of it kind of a right, situation. Imagine if it did even but, better yeah. because Matt Damon's in it. Yeah. Matt Damon. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he, he didn't take me out of the, you know, the Martian. No. I, like, oh, I love the Martian. Yeah. Oh, Space Pirate. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's great. All right. Uh, let's move on to a theme news. Uh, let's start with DC. DC time. Uh, Harley <laughs> Quinn. Start making some jiggles. <laughs> Please. I'll, I'll drop them in. Uh, Harley Quinn trailer drop. Yes. Um, actually, yeah. It's one of those rare we actually get to uh, talk about a thing that drops the day that we record. Yeah. yeah. So dropped. Um, and I call it the Harley Quinn trailer, not the Birds of prey trailer oh yeah because there's so much fucking harley Quinn. oh she's doing the narration yeah what is it's, it uh, yeah. birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn is Correct. the whole title of the movie which is yep. stupid yep um yep sounds like something that they would have done for like a space balls sequel i was yeah, i was just i was it's, kind of excited for Mel a brooksian yeah, it it <laughs> i was excited for a birds of prey movie and if yeah. it had just been a harley quinn movie cool i would have been excited for that yeah, too. or but if they would have called it like Harley Quinn and the Birds, Birds of, of Prey, Prey, you know. But it seems very misdirective. Yeah, I also didn't know Ewan McGregor was in it. He's the bad guy. Oh yeah, he's playing Black Mask Is while not while not wearing a black mask. <laughs> well, black mask. That's not a real black mask. That's just his fucking uh, skull. De- depends on the uh, version. Author. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, not totally sold this movie. I do like that the hyenas are there. Yes, I thought. That yeah, was that was cool. cute. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's just a Harley Quinn movie now. So I'm a little bummed yeah. I'm not really... Hopefully it turns into something. Hopefully it spans out. Yeah. 
You know, uh, they did a really good way of writing out Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. They're just like, yeah, we broke up. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> He's not part of this. We don't need him. Which yeah. is good because that relationship is problem fucking manic. Yeah. I mean, if they want to, they could probably use some of the, in theory, movies worth of unfused footage from Suicide Squad. Right. To, like, do some flashbacks or something to, you know, show her motivation or whatever for people who didn't see any of the earlier movies but yeah but who cares at this know, point I mean, Every, everybody on the planet knows who the fucking joker is yeah she's having her empire records moment she's cutting her hair off I'm yeah like, <laughs> I, it's not quite the feminist movie i was expecting yeah but i i will reserve judgment yeah and much like a lot of the uh lesser dc movies unfortunately mm-hmm. uh the this trailer has a weird tone issue oh my god where, like it wants to be it wants to present itself as like the new joaquin phoenix joker movie in seriousness of tone for the trailer yeah but clearly all of the footage is harley quinn silliness yeah. <laughs> like, and it just does not match together uh, speaking of Joker, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's jump into this fucking dumpster fire. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> the reviews are very polarizing. Mm. And at the red carpet, um, they did a last minute uh, switcheroo, mm. and they said no interviews. Oh, yeah. So everyone that was like, like that's, all the celebrity that's interviewers, always a good sign. <laughs> photographs only because there's so many late in the game like threats of violence mm. and that was going to be what all the questions were going to be like oh, do you yeah. think it's there's like, going to be a mass shooting we know the do questions you, you're going to ask yeah. anyway let's just watch the movie right all and right that like, makes sense and we haven't seen it so we don't know if they're putting him off as an anti-hero or not yeah kind of feels like they are yeah the joker it, shouldn't it feels be. like they might but i'd also seen uh was it todd phillips i guess um uh-huh put out like a statement of like of course we're not trying to make him an an, an anti-hero like mm-hmm. he is a villain he's one of the biggest villains like and and we try to treat him as such yeah so um, he's just like just watch the movie <laughs> i just really hope there's like yeah there, we don't we don't yeah, want I hope, violence I, I re- for this. yeah i really hope everybody's worrying for nothing yeah i really <laughs> hope <laughs> nothing bad happened. like i can't there's not there aren't words in the english language for for the message i'm trying to convey is like it's just a fucking movie yeah and if you are a privileged white male <laughs> that is so shitty that like you want to copycat aurora and you're like yeah. oh fuck yeah joker says i can yeah, do whatever if you the fuck identify I be. with tyler durden right <laughs> yes if you if yeah. you think of yourself as the tyler durden of your own story uh <laughs> If you absolutely must commit gun violence, do me a favor and put it in your own fucking mouth. Yeah. That's what I have to say about it. That guy's dark. So get, call a hotline, get some treatment. That's it. I mean, you could try that. it out on other people. You could go get therapy. You could call a hotline. But if you absolutely must shoot someone, I hope it's yourself and not other people. Don't ruin fucking, it's a comic book movie. Yeah. It's a comic book movie. Yeah. I'm sorry you're misunderstood, but guess what? We're all feeling the same bullshit. Yeah. Go get help. Yep. That got that took a weird pivot. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, at the same time, start, I hope that's not uh, relevant. And I hope yeah. it's just a good movie. I hope the Joker's fun. <laughs> it looks like it's gonna kind of be neck and neck with pre-sales for a rated R movie with Deadpool too. Okay. So there's that's, that. That's yeah. Man, we got so dark. I'm gonna start calling you Owen Edgerton. That guy. <laughs> that got existential. All right. Uh, and speaking of Batman bullshit, uh, a movie I keep forgetting is gonna happen. Nightwing. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I keep that's, forgetting. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, is apparently postponed once again because mm-hmm. I don't want to put it out until Matt is, uh, Matt Reeves the Batman. Is, comes is this gonna become DC's Gambit movie? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> or they're just like, hey, it's back. gonna happen. We we got casting. We got a director. Hey, it's uh, not gonna happen quite. Yeah. But a leak from inside the DC camp says that there will most likely be. A early version of the character, like a younger version, mm. like uh, in if not the Batman, then the sequel to the Batman. Okay, because they're already working on a sequel. Because why the fuck wouldn't they be? Yeah, of course, because it's DC and they don't learn lessons. No, not a goddamn one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Joker will be the turnaround. <laughs> yeah, because they said there's no sequel to the Joker. I mean, it's a we've been saying that film. for a while. Maybe Wonder Woman will be the turnaround. Maybe uh, Aquaman will be the turnaround. Maybe Shazam will be the turnaround. That's Ugh. oof. <laughs> I could love Shazam. Yeah, maybe Birds of Prey will right. be the turnaround. That's all our DC news. We're on to Rise of Skywalker news. Hey! JJ Abrams says mm-hmm. uh, on the broken mask of Kylo Ren, which we see mm-hmm. put together. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, in Japanese culture, mm-hmm. they like break if you break a vase or something, they put it back together with like. Oh gold. yeah, with gold because it's it, it's like it has more character, character because it had been broken and, and put back history. together. So like yeah, if, if you see the crack in the vase filled in with like. Okay, gold, and that's the idea behind his mask. Ooh, I like that. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah it's like going back to broken. some early Lucas stuff too, because yeah. he was very Into um, Japanese. Yeah. Films. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all like Kurosawa yeah. influenced. So I'm not now referring it as the uh, the wabi sabi mask. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> so it's beautiful because it's not perfect. Yeah. Uh, okay. I like it. Yeah, also I mean, he's also says, gonna scar up his face too. So yeah. it's like uh, I, I I watched a really good YouTube video from Star Wars Theory about mm-hmm. how. Uh, because in the D23 footage, apparently, mm. you saw Vader's mask in a new kind of storage area. Yeah. Pieces of it are missing. So oh. he thinks, because like, he's like, is he going to go collect all the little pieces of the mask that he destroyed? Probably not. No, he's just uh, using like filler material. So it's like a combination of Kylo and Darth Vader's mask that he's going okay. Uh, and JJ also says to all the people that are butthurt AF about <laughs> Palpatine being back, um, <laughs> He says, shut up. And that, uh, this has been Space set magic. up. For, Fuck uh, yeah. yourself. He's like, I'm like, no, yeah. Fuck it. Space wizards. Good on you, JJ. Yeah. He says, look, it's been eight movies. This is setting up the saga. If you take a step back and watch all eight movies, you can, you can literally see where it's heading and you can see why it has to be Palpatine. And also shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking Star Wars movie. Stop taking shit so seriously, says the kettle. Me. Um, yeah. Uh, Rose Tycho uh, has a fucking, I love this. They're doubling down and giving her a bigger part. Nice. Like all you asshole yeah. fuck boys. Yeah. That, that body shamed and Asian shamed her off of her Twitter and Instagram. Nice. She's back. She is a promotion. She Hell has risen yeah. to the rank. She's now a military leader. She is the leader of the engineering corps of the resistance. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I still think is only 10 people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she's in seen, charge of a half a dozen people. Right. But now we've still seen the in charge. They have more ships. But nice. I still think at the end of the last movie, it did feel like there was like. Because they even said like 40 of us left on one ship. And that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's the resistance. And, yeah. They did it uh, in the comics too. They've been putting out. 
um, like a series is of one shots. Okay. Of like, uh, they call them uh, like Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion, and Age of Resistance. Okay. Um, and in the Age of Resistance ones that they're putting out now, they put out a Rose Tycho one shot. Good. And Fuck it's just like man. her backstory with her sister yeah. growing up and how Hazy like they lost smelt. their planet yeah. um, to the Empire and then like has a kinship with Leia because of that. And she's like, I get how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same shit happened to me. Yeah. Um, Sucks. She's like, yeah, it's, you know, All my it's money weird. was in Alderaan Banks. <laughs> yeah. Alderaan yeah. Banks. Alderaan Banks. Alderaan Banks. God damn it. Yeah, suck on that. That was better than you intended. I was better. <laughs> I didn't mean that pun. Alderaan Banks. <laughs> Uh, but good. there was, yeah, there was a lovely, like, um, at the end of each comic, is they're basically one-shots of single characters for each of them. Uh-huh. Um, and they have, like, a little description from, like, the artist, the, you know, writer, um, and one of the, um, uh, the one at the end of the Rose T- uh, Tycho uh, issue was this really lovely thing about, like, going to cons and, you know, having uh, people like she is a... Um, uh, was a you know an Asian of uh, Asian descent female comic book writer who was like when I went to go see this I was like holy shit there's me in Star Wars and it yeah. meant a lot to me and she's met a ton of people at cons who had the same story and it's like this is actually an important thing are you thing. telling me young Asian women like <laughs> comic books I, for some news, strange reason news to me <laughs> yeah ridiculous um, but yeah it was just like really nice and I'm super glad that they're they're yeah. using her more because it's a good character yeah I want like I want all girls in Star Wars now fuck you <laughs> asshole <laughs> yeah. Kylo Ren is literally based on you yeah, let's, whiny let's just do female-led stuff for the next two decades. Yeah, I hate sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. I hate women. They're coarse and they get everywhere. Let's see who the real snowflakes are. Piece of shit. God, everyone's a piece of shit. God. All right. Uh, that's it for Rise News. Our last segment, Marvel News. Yeah. All right. Uh, just confirmed another character that's going to be in the Black Widow movie, mm. uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, nice. So, okay. Because, again, at D23, like, part of, the, of when they were talking about the, the Widow movie, they played mm. the clip of Tony Stark going, T'Challa told them what you did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. T- yeah T'Challa told Ross you. what you did, so they're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, and, that um, makes so, total sense, too, because if they're doing the government side of, like, U.S. agent that stuff it would make sense that thunderbolt ross would be the head of that operation part of that movie is going to take place in that time when like i've post civil war when they're when they're she's on the run yeah cat nice so i like that addition uh james gunn yeah uh, in an interview was talking about uh how much time he spent writing guardians 3 Mm. uh when he wrote the movie super have you seen super with yes that took three weeks to write what? Said Suicide Squad took uh, a couple months to write. Okay. And Guardians 3 took him a whole year. Wow. He said this is the longest he's ever spent writing something. Wow. So. Okay. But, you know, he had the time. <laughs> yeah, Got right. fucked over a couple times. So. Well, I thought he'd uh, he'd had, maybe it was more of an outline, but um, I thought he'd had, like, the script done before all of that I'm happened. I'm guessing that was Unless something he where was he just had the pressure to, like... Re- yeah. Make, and now that he's, like, had the time... I think, like, after they split ways, he kept working Like, on tinkering with it, yeah. Because it's, like, it was important to him. Yeah. And, and like it's, that. like, the end of his trilogy kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Word. All right, last piece of news of the week, probably the most inconsequential. Uh-huh. Spider Man is back. Exciting. That was a very small, <laughs> yeah. small hiatus, yeah. but uh, that was a couple of weeks. Sony <laughs> and Marvel have reached an agreement. The agreement is that uh, Rich Daddy and Rich Daddy yep, made an agreement. Disney slash Marvel will do twenty five percent financing instead mm-hmm. of zero percent financing yep and they will get 25 percent first out money instead of five percent out money. yeah not not the 50 and 50 out that they were looking for but yeah. that's crazy anyway and uh <laughs> for this marvel gets one spider-man movie yep so one, one solo movie and one cameo yes not ca- or at least well, one uh, yeah one MCU. general mcu yeah appearance yeah. Right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good deal. Everyone's happy about it. We haven't had a third Spider-Man movie in a very long time. Yup. So <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh uh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Article never got the... his. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Black suit. Tobey Maguire may have been the only third Spider-Man movie. I love movie. that movie too. <laughs> yeah. The more I go back and watch it, the more I'm starting to get more of Sam Raimi's genius. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I see what you're going for. Here. Yeah. It's dumb, but it's fun. Uh, yeah. But he's back. Uh, also, and I think this is, <laughs> this was the fire under the ass. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Sony had put out this fake J. Jonah Jameson website okay. with like YouTube <laughs> clips, basically a Daily Bugle website. Yeah, was it uh, in the at the end of the movie? It was like dailybugle.net or yeah, something. So they put out yeah. this website, and then they kind of uh, gave a little middle finger to Feige, Ooh. saying that there was this news story of a stuntman who blipped back. In the middle of a mm. stunt and had fallen and like broken his back. Yeah. And kept, Feige's whole thing is like, no, no, no. Yeah, no. You get they a, it's were like all a safe. wish. Like you snap and everyone's, you're, if you were in a plane, you were not 35,000 feet in the air. Yeah. You are back safe and sound and healthy. Yeah. Like if, exactly if it was were. safe for you to be returned exactly where you were, you were. But if it wasn't, you appeared somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that was Sony kind of flexing like, you own the snap, but we own the blip. Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, we're going to say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. And if it fucks your continuity, we don't care. If it confuses <laughs> all your fans, we don't care because we're being fair and you're not. Yeah. Um, which I kind of like. So yeah, as soon, nice little flex. <laughs> as soon as this deal was done, mm-hmm. they went back onto the Daily Bugle thing and they uh, did an update to the story saying it was a con man. <laughs> who wasn't blipped at all. Oh my god. Who, so like, the story could stay. It was a thing that was actually out there, but right. here's an update to In the, the same story. Way that Mar- oh Martin Starr's character, Mr. Harrington, said like his wife <laughs> said she blipped, but really just yeah, left yeah, him yeah. Like and again, like that I want a genius way to write it back yeah, out. I want a whole movie about the blip because I have so many questions. Like, yeah, like your husband or wife could be married to somebody else. Like, yeah, someone could have died of natural causes and you blip back and it's weird. Yeah. Like, what if you're da- 17 and dating a 17 year old and one of you blips <laughs> and you come yeah. back and now it's hella illegal for you to date? Yeah. Think about that shit. Uh, like, I wonder if any so of the much. like if any of the shows on Disney Plus will touch on it. I hope they do. I would watch a whole blip series. Yeah. I think that's fucking genius. But it was a really good move on Sony's. I think that lit a fire under Feige's ass. Yeah. I also know Feige is going to be uh helping produce some of the other Marvel shit they're doing. Yes. Oh, and huh. Uh, looping back to Star, Star Wars. Wars. Oh shit! I totally forgot about that. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's on noise. board for uh for at least a Star Wars movie. Right. I like Which that. Is nuts. Yeah. So Kevin, listen. 
if you're listening, <laughs> put, put I'm us available. In some stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm available for anything. Uh, I will suck anything, anywhere, anytime, in yeah. public, Just on be able to to freeze frame and yeah. like frame by frame the, the the Blu-ray later and be like, ah, there's me. Yeah, I will do anything for a background or any kind of role in any of your movies. But yeah, we will get a Kevin Feige uh, at least produced Star Wars movie, and that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that I'm, dude I'm is wondering the golden if fucking goose, isn't he? Yeah, if they're bringing him in to sort of steer them in the right direction for the next set of you know trilogies that are coming from Star Wars in a couple of years. Yeah, because they kind of botched this one. Yeah, you know, they kind of. <laughs> yeah, they they're. And I think that's the lesson learned. Is yeah, like you can't. Like we need too many cooks. Like yeah, you can't have too many cooks. Yeah, we need somebody who's good at being on the top and overseeing the whole thing, but not getting in the way of like the creative people we hired to be creative fuck yeah dude yeah all right that's the show word your anniversary yeah yeah. all right thank you dan richardson for co-hosting yeah thank you to our guests jeff anison and terry luberoff from legion and we expect great things from you yeah fuck yeah uh thank you so much to everyone listening please review us on itunes if you're so inclined we will read anything you write Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5x5atthemovies. Thank you, Dan, Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. We'll see you you next week with another 5x5atthemovies. Roll Roll credits. credits.